It's pink flannel, and I got it from Pink. From Pink? The Pink the brand pink store? of Victoria's Secret. <laughs> really? The best part is that it has rhinestones at the bottom. Does it really? <laughs> it that seriously sounds sort does. of made up, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> nope. No, it's a real piece of clothing that I own and wear proudly. Look at that. Look at that adult clothing there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pretty princess, okay? <laughs> no one said you weren't. Better um, not. <laughs> it was implied. <laughs> you implied I was not a princess. How do you know? She told me she loves me. Hello, it's the Doom to Fail podcast. My name is Tim Dobbs, and with me, as ever, through the internet, it's the lady with the lion mane, Lion Cogart. Thank you. Wait, it's good that... to be here. Oh, did I get your name right? No. I feel like sometimes I forget it. <laughs> no, you did not get my name right. Is it Kathleen? Oh, honey. <laughs> <laughs> you know I hate being referred to as Kathleen. Is that right? Is that so? But you're you're one of in the pantheon of the the Kath family of names, right? Yes. So uh, Kathleen, uh, I think Caitlin is probably in there. The KAs, I guess. Kathy. Kathy, Catherine. Uh, Katie. Uh, Katie. I mean, those are all nicknames. I feel like, whereas Kathleen is a different name. Uh yeah, but people call me Kathleen. Hmm. Which I don't know. Are they like giving me a nickname? Because it's like I feel like it straddles a line. Like, are you giving me a nickname, or do you just not know my name? Probably they just don't. Your name. I, I well, I don't know. I mean, if Peggy can be a nickname for Margaret, I suppose anything goes, really. Right. Or Jack and John. That doesn't make sense. Why is Jack a nickname for John? Bob and Robert. Hmm. At least that rhymes. At least it sort kind of rhymes. Yeah, a little bit. I I like calling people Bobbert. Then I mean. <laughs> Why does Bobbert sound so funny? It's just I've been taught. Just everything from kindergarten on. Names. Names. You know what's a good name for a lion? Simba. Simba. Great name for a lion. This week we are talking about <laughs> the great beast of the African Serengeti lions. Roar! One of us is going to have to do it. I'm glad it was you. Ah, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's out of the way now. All right. So, <laughs> what do you know about lions, Catherine? Uh, what do I know How about How many lions? feet do they have? Uh, they have paws, not feet. Ha! <laughs> you got me. Gotcha. Oh. Uh, who's buried in Grant's tomb? Lions. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because he was killed by lions, and then they all fell down a pit. <laughs> and they couldn't get him away from the lions. Oh, that's so gruesome. <laughs> The lions were like, we're sorry we did this. As penance, we will go down with the grant. <laughs> What's the answer to that grant's tomb riddle? Because I know it's like a trick question, but is it, it's like Grant and his wife or? No, it, What's it, the... Grant is buried in Grant's tomb. Okay, so the trick is there's no trick. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's a trick question, so. Okay, this is probably why I never have never, It's. I don't think it is a trick question. It sounds more like it's a. <laughs> Could be more to the story question. Yeah. I don't know. Really? I mean, that question is teaching us not to not to look for more information. Yes. Yes. That is that is exactly what bothers me about it, now that we get down to yeah. it. It bugs me because it makes it seem like you're a dummy for trying hard. 
It discourages investigative journalism. Which is the worst. I mean... The worst. The discouragement, not the journalism, which, you know... I mean, if there's a way to get I, paid I doing it, then great. it's clear from the context yeah. we're on the side of investigative journalism. Let me try to figure out where my commas go in this particular statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly what bugs me about it. Because it just, it, it sounds like some bully somewhere being like, nah, you idiot, you read books. Doesn't it? Oh, yeah, it totally sounds like that. Yeah, like, nah, you thought too hard. Let's go, you know, do jock stuff. <laughs> Well, how do you feel about the reverse of these? The uh, There's a man in a room, and uh, he's hanging, and there's nothing un- in the room but a puddle of water under him, and how did he hang himself? How do you feel about those? Uh, what's the answer real quick? Uh, well, spoiler alert, he was standing on a block of ice, and then it melted. Oh, himself as it melted. that's pretty good. Uh, so long as it plays by its own rules, like, like, so the problem with that question is, especially in this context, is I immediately was like, okay, what's the weird get here? But like, that's just a brain teaser. So I feel like so long as it's, it sort of says, here is the kind of puzzle I want you to solve, you know, go for it. Right. Sure. Um, because it's a game. It's supposed to be fun. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Like. Life as a whole is already this sort of, like, objectiveless game that doesn't have any answers or uh, really return an awful lot. But And what you're saying is the last thing you need is somebody pointing to your shirt saying you have something on your shirt only to flick your nose as they drag their hand up. Yeah, exactly. One way or another. I just, <laughs> I, I ask you to play by the rules you set up. If you, if you touch, first off, don't touch my shirt like that. Come on. <laughs> Rude. Yeah. Thing one. What, what if you have something on your hands? You're only making this worse. <laughs> I don't know where you've been. Yeah. Who knows? Back off. Do you wash your hands after you use a public restroom? Do you, sir? You clearly live in a city. These are city concerns. <laughs> what? No. It's generally a good idea to wash your hands after a public restroom. Oh, no, no, no. I'm agreeing with you there. But strange people touching your shirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, holding me up. Uh, asking for all my money. That's, you know, city concerns. It happens. <laughs> This has been City Concerns with Tim and Kathy. Which is the opposite of Lion Concerns. Is it the opposite? I think it's Jason. Jason, really? I think it's Lion adjacent. Lion, all right. Uh, How so? I was hoping you weren't going to ask me that. (laughs) I don't have anything. This is a real uh, I am legend type situation where the wildlife have taken over New York City and all the African animals, for some reason, control the new New York that now exists in I am legend. Was he not in New York? Oh, yeah. I think he was in New York. Uh, was he? I don't know. I didn't watch I Am Legend. Mm. Good for you. Thank you. <laughs> Nobody ever says good job for not watching anything. It's nice to finally get the recognition I deserve. This, Yeah, well, I mean, I really think that there... We have to make hard choices about the things we're going to spend our times on. Times on. We, and sometimes the things to not spend the times on is the grammar. Um... <laughs> <laughs> well illustrated. Thank you. Um, but but I feel like that's something that's missing from the sort of uh, media discussion culture that, that we have currently. It's like, I, we touched on this, uh, whatever we were talking about. Oh, the Harvest Season episode where I, I went off because I felt very offended that I hadn't watched Orange is the New Black because I don't have the time and it doesn't seem that important to me. Uh, but this is this is the world we live in right now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I wasn't trying to start anything, I swear. I was just bringing up things that are orange and black. I think that's fair. Like Tiger is a cousin of the lion. <laughs> They're all big cats, it's true. I mean, those are the two <laughs> biggest cats, right? You've got uh, the big cats. There's very few, right? You've got your... Well, let's okay. Let's go through the uh, OSX uh, version names. So you've got okay, yeah. your lion, your uh, snow leopard. Um, <laughs> I think there's a leopard as well, actually. Uh, uh, cheetah? Yeah. Yeah, there is. Is there a cheetah? small. Leopards are small. Mm. What are Ocelot? Was Ocelot one? Oh, man. I don't I think so, know. but Ocelots are small. Damn. I think they're tree dwellers. <laughs> then there's Jaguar. 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 Uh, that's the car brand. <laughs> the Jaguar SX7. Um. Or Jaguar, which is the uh, ripoff. Like, it's like a ripoff from Mac OS X. You would get it in, uh, like, a back alley in India. It says Jaguar. And it's just, like, broken electronics. Which is, oh, man. Yeah, There's that's, a skit there, that's a- I promise. <laughs> No, it's a, it's a perfect name because Jaggy Wire, Broken Electronics, just wires everywhere. That makes yeah. total sense. Total sense. It makes sense and it's funny, okay? That's my point. <laughs> oh, man. I can't wait to go to your open mic. <laughs> Thank you. It makes sense and it's funny. That's it. That's it. <laughs> you're like you're like Dave Chappelle, except you haven't done any of the work to be like creative genius. <laughs> Uh, but it's a great Dave Chappelle impression, I guess. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, there's layers on layers in my stand-up set. That's what you have to understand. <laughs> All right. Well, you should probably go work on a couple of bit of jokes. And uh, until then, we'll be right back on the Doom to Fail podcast. And we're back on the Doom to Fail podcast, talking about the sharks of the sea, no, the sharks of the land, lions. Are they? I guess they sort of prowl through the Sahara. Yeah. Actually, I think they're, if you were to- they're probably not in any way, I guess, really. <laughs> they have sharp teeth. They have sharp teeth. And that is mm-hmm. about as far as it goes. They're, they're in the uh, zoo books pantheon. They, they're clearly in the first That's five. Tr- right. If you were to strap a shark fin onto a lion, you could. it would look like a shark going through the Sahara. You know what it would probably look like? It would look like a cat that you've put like some clothing on that it doesn't want on. You're like, oh, I won't be wearing this jacket. And it's like trying to paw off the shark fin and it can't. Ah, uh, cat worship. There's a thing. There is a thing. Yeah. How do you feel about cats in general? Of I the mean, big or small cool. variety. Yeah? We're cool. Yeah? Would you would you keep a lion? Let's just say that you're able to. You have all the right uh, facilities. Uh, no, but I would keep a jaguar just because of Catherine Hepburn. Uh, what did she do jaguar-wise? Bringing Up Baby was a film with her and Cary Grant. Sort of a, a screwball romantic comedy that they did together and... 
there's like a jaguar that she has and it's kind of like totally ancillary to the plot i have a trouble believing it's ancillary to the plot i mean why is <laughs> why is the title of the <laughs> movie that Right? It doesn't make any no, sense. No, I'm pretty sure it's more about how Cary Grant is a paleontologist and he's, like, lost a bone. Uh, in his body, like a femur. Well, no, he, uh, a dinosaur bone? Hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure. And I there's be- a dog and the jaguar hangs out with the dog and it's really cute. <laughs> that does sound cute. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think jaguars would do that, would they? <laughs> Just. I mean, movie jaguars might. Right. Well, movie anything does anything. Movie anything does anything. Wise words were never spoken. <laughs> That's the uh, subject of my uh, Oscar montage this year. <laughs> <laughs> and now we like to take the time every year during this ceremony to <laughs> celebrate <laughs> movies. And that movie anything does anything. Truly. <laughs> what, what's in the montage? Is it pictures of you pretending to like be various sport athletes? Sport athletes. <laughs> yeah, it's me. And now some guy. <laughs> and we're demonstrating how he can be anything in the movies. He doesn't have a lot going for him, but here he can be a fairy princess. Or a rock monster. Hey, Tim. Hey. I'm the princess. Right. I thought we covered this. Wait, you're, so you're the princess, I'm the rock monster. I'm the princess. You're the what? The rock monster. If you want to be. Well, what else could I be? Anything that isn't a princess. Hmm. So, I feel like there's almost too many options now. Uh, okay, let's narrow things down. Where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, hmm. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, I want uh, here, uh, hopefully in your position. <laughs> isn't that the classic turnaround for like the where, where do you see yourself in five years job? Or That's true, yeah. but it's risky. I'm bold. I want to be the princess on the uh, other side of this podcast. Really? Do you really think you have what it takes to be a princess? I think you should be more realistic. Not yet, but I'm willing to work for it. Put in long hours. Coming in on weekends. Weekdays, even. Um, okay, show me your tiara collection. Let's see what you got, kid. <laughs> I don't have a portfolio of tiaras yet. Well, get on it, man. Well, okay. I mean, five years ago, I had a portfolio of tiaras that would blow your mind. I, I guess what I want to do is network with you and other princesses so that sure. I can sort of just um, begin to understand what is important in tiara building or just, you know, get a sense of craft. And I want to be part of the community, you know? Well, okay. Okay. I think that's a great first start. I know I know some tiara makers who I want to put you in touch with. I want you to call them, mm. get to know yeah. them, really get your hands dirty in the tiara field. No, that would be fantastic. And, you know, I accept that it's going to be unpaid for a while. Um, and that's just the nature of it. But but I think, I, you know, it's a real passion of mine, uh, princess being. So I think uh, I think it's something <laughs> worth working for. Well, great. Uh, listen, I've... listen. I want you to send me an email to remind you... To send you the emails of all those people, because I will forget. You know, I am busy all day with my princessing duties. Okay. So I'm typing it. Um, okay. Oh, geez. How do I write a signature line on this thing? I just feel like, uh, you know, I like to include, like, a, you know, contact information and the signature block. Well, sure. But then, but then yeah. I feel weird, because, like, so you have a title. Like, your emails to me always say, you know, Catherine Cogart, uh, carriage return, pretty, 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 pretty princess, carriage return. And then your contact Of info. Pretty Kingdom. Yeah. Um, Pretty Kingdom Co. Uh, 
And then you have that thing at the bottom that say, you know, like the subject of this message is confidential. If uh, you receive this in error, please delete it immediately and, you know, notify the important contacts. Well, yeah, my lawyer just told me to tack that on. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's it's smart. But, you know, I feel silly putting that on uh, myself. And so so I don't know what to put on mine because I feel like I'm not really a, well, what do you have, four or five different pretty prefixes in your title? I feel like I'm not there yet. Just not there. Well, no, you're not, and I don't expect you to so, be, and nobody expects you to be. Sh- should I put like you know, uh, princess elect, princess, uh, uh, princess? Have princess you been hopeful? elected princess? First of all, monarchy. So no, you haven't. <laughs> I have so much to learn. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tricky question. I just feel like, I, otherwise, it's just some guy. Hey, you know, I think the best workaround around this is just be like, hey, I'm a really casual person. We're casual friends now. Best regards, Tim. Uh, parentheses, casual friend, right? <laughs> uh, sub parentheses, this is casual, right? <laughs> that is how I sign off everything, including my tweets to you. <laughs> Boy, it really, it really eats into the character limit, but it's worth it. Because <laughs> otherwise it wouldn't be casual enough. So you got like 20 characters? Yeah, just about. Usually I write just like... Hi, how are you? But I have to make the U the letter U. But that's cool right. in Twitter land, and, I think. I see. I see. Um, so, I mean, the thing about lions is... <laughs> the problem is you don't know anything about lions. <laughs> I did have something to say, but it wasn't anything worthwhile. Why didn't we pull one issue of Zoo Books before starting this podcast? Just one issue. Just one. The one on lions. <laughs> I bet it's the first one. Probably. No, this is what I was saying. I feel like it's, you know, okay, let's name the top five children's animals. Okay. Uh, lions. Sharks. Elephants. Uh, chimpanzees. Mm. Giraffes? Maybe. Maybe. Hmm. Do we want to go penguins? Oh, it's probably, yeah, penguins. I mean, are we trying to diversify the biome? <laughs> well, we should. That's our responsibility as caretakers of this planet. Because the primary biome is the jungle. Hmm, that's true. So lions don't really belong in the jungle. Even though they're king of the jungle, aren't they? But they don't live in the jungle. This is an issue I have with lions. Okay, here's what I want to talk about with lions. How are they the king of the jungle if they don't live in the jungle? Uh, I don't know. I mean, how was uh, Hillary Clinton elected uh, senator of New York if she wasn't really from there? I think it's just like a, it's a politicking thing. You know, you see the opening. I mean, you, okay. You know. But being king is like similar-ish to being president. And you have to be born in the United States to be president. No, but 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 kings are very different. I feel like uh, the rules for kings are very different. So, uh, you know, there was a period. There, shush, uh, dig through and find all the different periods where one king ruled, like Spain, France, and the Netherlands, or you know, Denmark and England and France. Okay, but is he the king of the Sahara as well, or she? Uh, probably she, right? Because isn't isn't the whole deal with lions? No, wait. Okay, what's the deal with lions? Let's finally get down to the brass tacks on this thing. <laughs> lions, what's your deal? Re the jungle. Oh, thank God they're gonna come here and explain themselves because I I didn't have anything. I could interview. I'm sure, but <laughs> uh, I haven't really done the research. They um no. So lionesses are uh they they do they're the, the ones that do the hunting right. But the the male lions, they basically just protect the pride. Is that the gist of it? Yeah. Huh. Okay. So, but they are they are kings in that particular sense, and they might might makes right sense. 
Are they bigger? Yeah. I think they're bigger as well. Yeah, they're bigger. And at least their mane I mean, works, you know? There's, it's my impression that male lions are, like, super lazy. That's, but that's the impression, I believe, that's been fed to us uh, during, um, I don't know, isn't that, isn't that one of those, like, it's, it's, it's a counterbalance that is often thrown out, like, from, so you start in this sort of just, like, you know, little boys love crazy big monster animals. Um, yes. And then that's thrown out as a counterbalance when it's time for little boys to stop being such obnoxious little monster animals themselves and, like, <laughs> start being people who, you know, respect others, including women. And their mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it's it's often thrown out that, like, well, really, the male lions are the lazy ones. I, I mean, potentially. I, what I'm saying is I believe... It could still be true. I think... I'm just saying it... We will never know. <laughs> well, certainly we won't. <laughs> but the point is, it's a political statement. <laughs> I realize I've touched on a hot button issue here, and if I could, could we just take a step back? Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I, 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 I hope we haven't worked up anyone too much about this. I just thought it was a good point. <laughs> I feel like that is one of those things that's kind of thrown out, along with um, uh, other let's other liberal awakenings you can have when you turn fourteen or fifteen, like uh, that Columbus didn't really discover America, stuff like that. Or Columbus was kind of a jerk. Sure was. He, yeah. he just hung out with That's those lazy lions right all day. Fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, lazy lions, lazy Columbus. Interesting. Oh, Interesting. Boy. All right. Well. Hey. Hey. Let's let's talk this over in the break, and we'll be right back on the Dude to Fail okay. podcast. A hearty hello to you. I'm glad you came back on this, the episode of the Doom to Fail podcast, on which we talk about lions, the apex predator of the Serengeti. And you mentioned to me earlier, Catherine, that you had never heard of apex predation. Is that correct? Well, I mean, I'd heard of, like, lions Bachelorette number one. If I asked you to be an apex predator with me, what would you do if this was our second date? I would Google apex predator. Right answer. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm not sure how I feel about being on a date with you while you spend all your time on your phone Googling the words I'm saying. <laughs> well, say things I know what they are, bro. I don't think this is going to work out, Bachelorette number one. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> Wait, what if they did that on the dating game where they just kind of just keep cycling the same people through? <laughs> it's, it's one lady and three guys, but just the guys keep getting rearranged. <laughs> when will I oh, escape this nightmare? <laughs> Oh my god. Tim, you would have to disguise their voices. And so they would all have voice modulators and sound horrifying. <laughs> ba- bachelor number three. It's late at night. It's quiet out. There's no one around to hear a sound for miles. And you're walking me to my door. What do you do? Boy, Chris, you could try to try not to say anything too rude. <laughs> okay, I'm not going anywhere with bachelor number three. <laughs> Why don't we live in this world, Catherine? <laughs> this is a television show I would watch. <laughs> I'm going to have to edit out oh. all this laughter now. 
want to come back from this. I think this is my life. <laughs> All right, let's let's take an emergency break, and we'll be right back. We do the film podcast. And we're back on the Doom to Fail podcast talking about Apex Predators, like we said. And I was about to, in any moment now, it's a coming, explain uh, what an Apex Predator is. Essentially, it just means that they are not uh, 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 the prey of any other species, right? So everything, sort of, if you draw those little ecology arrows about who eats who and who interacts with who, all the arrows lead up to yes. the Apex Predators. So it's uh, Oh, yeah. okay. Well, we are we Apex, are apex predators. predators. Except for uh, <gasps> the uh, cassowary, which eats anything and anything. It's a terrifying bird. Okay, so the cassowary is the apex predator. Well, there's no... Right? I mean, that's this is the trick with ecology, uh, is that you kind of tend to want to build it up like a pyramid, a food pyramid of sorts. Yeah. A different kind of food pyramid. Mm. <laughs> a very yeah. different kind of food pyramid. One where... <laughs> One where the meats eat the grains or eat the fruits and then those eat the grains. Eat the fruits and the fruits eat the grains. Well, I guess in a way. I mean, kind of. At least the meats are definitely eating the lower parts and then being eaten by, you know. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the fruits aren't eating the grains, though. Hmm. Yeah, probably not. That would be a weird kind of symbiosis. I think I would enjoy that if, like, red peppers would just, like, munch on wheat or something. <laughs> You have to store them separately in your refrigerator. No, 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 no. Oh, oh gosh, your refrigerator is that fox grain goose problem? <laughs> okay, so I want to make a pizza and I want it to have sausage, red peppers, and, and pizza sauce on it. But I can't leave the and pizza sauce I have sauce to cross a river grain. to eat the pizza. Right. Okay, so... Well, yeah, because you're, you, you cook, you prepare the pizza on your kitchen island, get it, island, and right. so you have yes. to bring things back and forth, but you only have two hands, and uh, one of them is always uh, playing draw something on your, <laughs> with your left hand, so you really only have one hand. Sure. And uh, yeah, so how do you take it out? Let's see, you have to take, first you take the red peppers out, and you put them on the island, and then you go back to the fridge, and you take the, I forget how this goes, so. <laughs> you take the fox right. out. And then you put that on the island, taking the red pepper back, back with, with you. you. And then and then your roommate comes home and asks why there's a live fox on the kitchen island. And you say, <laughs> I'm going to cook a pizza with it tonight. And he goes, are you crazy? And he leaves. And he comes back with five friends because he wants to share the pizza with you. <laughs> Boy, that fr that roommate is real hot and cold. I, I This relationship is really a... <laughs> I never know what he's doing. I mean, that's what you get for finding a roommate on Craigslist. <laughs> That's the moral of the fox grain uh, goose story. Pizza story. <laughs> exactly. Pizza story. Right. So in this situation, either... Let's see. So we, we are apex predators. But the point is, the fox is also an apex predator in at least some sense, because we don't really eat foxes. Uh, we we keep them around for Aren't fun. Are microbes the apex predators? Because then they eat the lions when they exactly. die. Exactly. See, now it's getting all crazy and hinky, and you understand why ecologists have jobs. Because... If it was just about figuring out who we two and drawing a simple diagram, then, you know, they would have finished about 2,000 years ago. <laughs> 2,000 years, yeah, That's really. my number. That's what I'm coming up with. 
Yeah. Okay. Why not? Okay. You know those those three wise men. Pretty wise. There was the uh, the guy who brought the frankincense, the guy who brought the myrrh, and the guy who brought the knowledge of how ecosystems work. Yeah. Okay. The, it's not one bot brought fox and one bot brought grain and one. No, because then they couldn't travel together. They would have to travel from the mysterious east. <laughs> no, they separately. came from different areas. Well, but they were all, they got together at some point because they were following the star, right? Mm. That's true. That's true. But what if they came at the star from three different directions? Oh, and they just sort of converged at at uh, Bethlehem. Yeah, yeah. It's like they were like all going to the party, and they like got there, and they're like, "Oh, I was gonna park here. Well, there's not much parking, so right. how are we gonna do?" I mean, this? the inn is and full. Kind of awkward. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm sorry. Our parking lot is full, but you can stay in the manger parking lot if you like. <laughs> Uh, it's only across the street by it's that a McDonald's. Bit of a trek. <laughs> uh, all right, eagle versus lion. Uh, wh- which wins in a favorites fight? Which wins in a real fight? And which wins wins in a round of uh, college quiz bowl? <laughs> Excellent no. question. It's a three parter. Uh, I think the eagle gets drunk and passes out like before the end of the huh. quiz bowl. Yeah, well, it is college quiz ball. So no, no, I, mean, I think... And the lion doesn't do The great. question we need to be asking ourselves is who really won in that situation? Okay, I think... Oh, the eagle probably has an owl on its <laughs> They're team. wise. Very wise. <laughs> Would it be like team bird versus team feline? Yeah, sure. Why not? Well, there are some reasons why not. Well, I mean, the eagle's up at, in the morning and the lion's up... Also, no, lions mostly Yeah, I think lions do much of their hunting at night, and then they sort of laze around during the day. Not unlike Pretty much a, just a house cat, yeah. during the day. So, I mean, if you're... Yeah, it depends on how we're dividing up the team. I feel like an owl, an owl will have more opportunities to interact with a lion than an eagle. It's true. Just because Yeah, yeah. That's just they, they hang out in the same places at the same time. So, final answer, quiz bowl goes okay. to Ryan. Okay, well, I'm glad we uh, solved this one, and I think it's about time we end this episode on lions. Hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, I hope everybody got a whole lot out of it. <laughs> Until next time, uh, come on back for more great, great talk, better talk, on the Doom to Fail podcast. And until then, that's Catherine Kogart over there. Tim Dov's over here. Bye. Bye. She sees what she wants to 